good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, whenever you listen to this. This is Machiavelli alongside my critiquing partner in crime, Ricardo Medina. Hello, long time no see, long time yeah. no hear, Matthew. Indeed, indeed. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, this is a another <laughs> episode of, of BS Beats and Billy. Yeah, we took a little break because last week was just shit and we just in a serious slump in the summer. I mean, yeah, yeah. So right now it's just a bottom. You can't even call it bottom barrel because that's like it, it pretty bad August time. So yeah, but. and it, I find this, this slump real bad. So it's just as if a mediocre crap came out. Yeah, uh, we do what? Yeah, no, um, well, so we have well, a list. I know you saw a lot of crap. Quick, yeah, I, I quick, saw a quick, few quick list of the little crap. We have yeah. a, well, the last time we didn't do a surprise, we didn't get a chance to do Angry Woods, so we're gonna just do a review of that. I yeah. thought that wasn't so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we're also going to talk about the new t- um, Ninja Turtles movie, which unfortunately, or fortunately, <laughs> depending yeah. on your your critique of it, yeah. um, I think you're around the scene that says Ninja Turtles. Uh, yeah, I watched that watch watch last week when it came out. Uh, yeah, but we both saw um, the latest video game to movie transition, yes. um, adaptation, sorry, yeah. of Warcraft. Yeah. A film that we've been waiting for a good, for a good while. I personally was thinking that right. it could be the video game movie that could right. you know, really be the first. Yeah, bring three. this new standard of you know well-polished, um, you know, great video game movies. You know? yeah. We haven't got, gotten that in a long, long, long yeah. while. You know? But first... But first... We're going to just go, we're gonna cut through a bunch of bullshit that yes. we see. Cutting through the bullshit. Yeah. Now you see me too. Bullshit movie. Uh, um, Neighbors 2. Yeah, Better than the first, in my opinion. With the sorority rising. Yeah, but still a bullshit movie. Yeah, and the do-over. Well, I'll talk about the yeah. do-over, which is... Uh, All right, so that's, that's cut into... Now you see me too. So the first film is about this group of magicians, the idea of modern magic. It, but let's just be clear here, prestige, this is not. No, it's not. This is just <laughs> no. really lazy filmmaking. Uh, terrible script. Mark Ruffalo was in the last one as the yeah. hidden magician. And then um, this guy, what's his name? Morgan Freeman. Yeah. yeah. He, he was in the first one or he's yes. like oh, okay, okay. He was the villain. He's kinda of the main villain in the first one. And he He's like what, some master magician. Right, and then another master magician had to deal with it. It was stupid. Script was dumb. Um they just do a bunch of magic tricks and it's just Isla the difference in this one is now Isla Fisher's the was gone missing. She yeah. they leave the I think she's pregnant in real life. Yeah, she is, she is. Or something like that. Right. So for her from what that's what I understand and she just um they replace her. I forget who the actress is. Um, Lizzie Kaplan. Ah. Or Kaplan, or whatever her name is. Whatever. I think it's Lizzie Kaplan, yeah. This was worse than the first one for me. This ah, was just boy. really lazy and really stupid. The script was dumb. This time, um, Morgan Freeman's character is kind of working from the shadows from prison. But he's oh, working with God. another group. And basically, the, well, the big reveal, and it's kind of a spoiler, quick spoiler. Um, Matt, oh, what's his name? Daniel Radcliffe. So yeah. another magic reference. Mm-hmm. He is a villain as well. Um, he doesn't know any expecto patronums or anything. Nah, yeah, yeah, they have a couple of little jokes and things in there. Okay. Um, but it's it, this was kind of a waste of my time. It was just a. I give this a. I just gonna read it quick. Yeah. Uh, CC it low one low CC it. Ooh. Yeah. Like, like what a Tuesday show. Ma- Tuesday show. Yeah. Matinee. Yeah. Just matinee. take. You know. Just you know rentalish rental. Mm-hmm. You just rent it whenever you get a chance, or just barely spend some money. But you don't need to go and see this. Just yeah. script it. Really lame. Um, there's half-ass filmmaking that the actors kind of as friends and just to bring up a small filmmaker to come up in yeah. Hollywood. That's it. But um, but they did have like uh, I don't know, like I expect in a show like this have to, to have some kind of like self-referential humor, like little bit. yeah, we're winking at the camera, haha, <laughs> <laughs> you know. A little bit. Remember <laughs> the first one did that as well. The first mm-hmm. one had all these little small jokes and you know, um, especially with um, what's the boy? Shitty Lex Luthor. <laughs> he was Lex Luthor. <laughs> Jesse. Jesse Eisenberg. Eisenberg. Yes, he. Uh, 
makes a bunch of jokes on the last one. Mark Ruffalo, if I, if I remember correctly, I don't know if I was like probably texting a wee similar time in this one, but I think Mark Ruffalo did not make an appearance in this one, if I remember correctly. Wait, was I he this one? He was in this movie. Was he in this one? Yes, he was. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. African actors, yes? Yeah. This, sorry <laughs> to say it, but I, I really, really didn't feel this one. Yeah. And I was like, Ugh, I just almost immediately forget it because I was barely remembering what we had to review. Yeah. yeah this yeah. one, just skip it. There was mm-hmm. a colossal waste of your time. Um, don't worry about it. All right. And what else? Neighbors 2. Next. Right. Sorority yeah, Rising. First piece of bullshit. Next piece of bullshit. Uh, neighbors 2. Um, funnier than the first one, in my opinion. Better than the first one. Uh, they did a lot of good feminist stuff, kind of. Um, mm-hmm. They had a, that su- surprisingly funny guest roles. So people who I think are funny. So this guy, um, Kyle... Kyle Mooney from SNL was in it. He had a little role. Serious? Yeah, and I, I think he's a funny dude. Um, Kelsey Grammer was in this as the main Gil's father. Okay. That's a kind of funny room moment. It's main Gil as in what? Chloe? Chloe, Grace, yes. Moritz, yeah. right? Right. Her, she, um, then he had that Gil from Dope. Okay. The black Gil. She was cool yeah. in it. She had a nice uh, side what, character. Uh, what about Chloe? Uh, I, was, I was worried eh. about her character. You know, she's a bad... Let's just be clear here. I think she's a bad actress. Um, she haven't improve she haven't done i mean she, she fit well in kick-ass remember that mm-hmm. yeah of course like, it did love her she's yeah, well, she not, a particular, enough range. not a particular good act yeah and because i i remember she was in um that one with denzel washington um the where she was a prostitute and denzel at the all oh, right the equalizer right that was high yeah that was same level it's that's jessica she's not funny and because <laughs> she's not so. playing um because in, in, in Kick-Ass, she was funny in the sense of, oh, look how this cute girl doing crazy shit. Yeah, and cursing. And, and, and cursing like a sailor. Right. That shit, that is yeah. it, but when it's time for her to actually be funny and do comedy roles, don't work. Not hmm. funny. Seth Rogen kind of funny in this again. Um, I'm a big fan of... But not Seth Rogen means Seth Rogen again, right? I know he tends to do that a lot. With right. It's him. It's him playing himself. Yeah. Um, Roseburn is... For me, she's funny and really cute and she, yeah. she works. What about uh, Zac Efron? I thought... Uh, yeah, I hated... I hated... Again, the editing in this was shit. So they decided to pace his character as well. He have nothing going for him after college kind of thing. Right. The character's a complete loser. He kind of still working in retail. And you know, the boss is a high school guy. They, they had a whole bit with that, mm. and it just wasn't funny and it didn't work. They had a bunch of side characters I remember from other shows. It was like, oh, this guy, like McLovin, was one of the friends, and okay, okay. from um, um, Kick Ass, and, and oh, yeah, well, yeah, two of them were some right from Kick Ass, I forget, yeah. And it just was kind of funny, it had its moments, but it's just you know, you get a sense of comedy actors who just not particularly memorable. Mm. Just come together, so it's a bunch of basically C listers coming together and trying to just do a really mediocre script. Yeah, I had to get us again another low CC. Yeah. Just so it's, it's another sequel that just shouldn't have been. Pointless, yeah. It it should yeah, they, they, they did the whole they did they tried to do the whole feminist thing and it was kinda of funny I suppose. Um they have this one funny bit in the in the beginning, early in the film with um Christian Shaw Christian not Christian Shaw. Kristen Wick. That's the person I'm trying to remember. She has a bit where she's a school dean, I think, and mm-hmm. they basically wanted to ban the sorority and they have a whole bit of how they kind of made fun of political correct, correctness. Uh, the back and forth of how you could abuse abusing mm-hmm. and how to abuse being abused. And they, there's that back and forth. And it, I thought that was a reasonably funny bit. But it was edited shittily, so it didn't really matter. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. Point is, not a movie, pretty weak, not worth talking about, not particularly funny. Um, didn't work for me. It, it's still funnier than the first one. So I suppose that's a plus, maybe. Okay. 
But well, I, I haven't seen either. Um, I right. actually wanted to see Neighbors Suka. It was right. kind of funny, but you know, didn't get right. around so to seeing it. Get around to but, your bullshit. You yeah. do, do over. Right, but the bullshit that I got around to seeing, and fortunately for me, I didn't get to see it on the big screen. Hallelujah! Was the do over? This is the Did second. Did show that in theaters or it was in Thailand? No, no, no. Netflix. This, this is on Netflix. Netflix, right? Exclusive, good, good. movie, whatever. Which right. is where um, Adam Sandler belongs. Yes, uh, this is his second film that he did um, in, yeah. under you know the contract that he has with right. his company Happy Madison has many, with how many, Netflix. How many films he has? What's the contract he have? How long? He has uh, four films. Oh, so really? he, okay. he did a uh, Ridiculous Six last right. year, which that couple with the coupler made for two of his worst movies. I actually, heard a lot of bad <laughs> things about Ridiculous Six being I didn't see it. racist. I didn't watch it either because yeah. of you know the bad press it got. Yeah. Um, some actors walked out of it because they well. were offended by you know the caricatures and yeah, all I heard that stuff. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's just a, not a show I'm going to submit myself to. I mean, I just watch a bunch of shitty movies, you know, every once in a while, but not that. Yeah. So the reason why I watched The Do-Over, because I mean, I gave up on, on Adam Sandler a long while ago. Ever since yeah. I saw Jack and Jill, that's when um, I gave up on him. When did I give up on him, boy? I... Jack and Jill was a low point, but it had something yeah, but before that. that, that. Was, that was my... That, uh, the year came out, I can't remember when, that right. was the worst movie uh, Yeah, yeah, and he was just like... He's like, this man even give a shit? And you know, all that's right. the problem. I that's think I problem. think it was Jack and Jill because if you watch, I remember Jack and Jill, they, there was a post-credit scene or a late scene in the movie where they was basically talking about not giving a fuck. There was just like open, the, open contempt for the audience, in my opinion. So that's like when they were talking. Like, right. And it, was, it, was, right and it, it wasn't breaking the fourth wall so much as it was a wink to the audience that, you know, and it was with him and um, this other, uh, and Al Pacino. Al Pacino, yeah. yeah. Two of them, and they was having a scene, and it's like, wait, this is about us. Though. Like, they're just fucking us up now. Yeah. And it just kind of ridiculous that this is the point he reached me. Like, as I, as, st- as far as I'm concerned, Adam Sandler is a nihilist. Yeah, I remember he does you said not that before. Care about anything. He is a complete. Just don't give a fuck. Uh, he probably give up because he tried genuinely good movies and they didn't work out or they didn't yeah. make money which is like what like Rain Over Me Rain and Over Me Punch Out Love Punch Out Love Critically but I, I don't think they made that much money right box exactly up, right? Yeah. and he just he think like it in his head that these movies that should work, work out in terms of money it's like no your your movies don't work like that yeah. sorry to say I know um, he had luck with what well, I remember you mentioned before with like Hotel Transylvania you know those, right, those yeah. animated films which I, which I find wasn't so bad the first one wasn't so bad I thought the second one kind of sucked but the yeah. first one was I was like yeah you should be doing this or, or take that direction with it but right, he, he just don't care it's just a, in my opinion it's just a big make for work program he's just give his friends some SNL money quick check yeah look whole 100,000 yeah easy I think one of the problems is because of how old he is. Because right now he's he's clocking in at forty nine. Fine, and, yeah. but that, no, that's that's an excuse because I get like I get his 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 comedy and his style of comedy is very dated. It is. I get it that. Is. Like in the nineties when he was at like at his prime, you know. Right, yeah. I get that. I get, but is it and the, the style of humor doesn't work anymore. You know, exactly. all these all these jokes about and there's a lot of sexist jokes. You know, politically correct, incorrect stuff, and yes, it's yes. lazy and it. Like I don't mind politically incorrect humor. That's fine. It's just it's very lazy bottom of the barrel stuff. Yeah. He always was that. Very he, juvenile. Actor. Right, yeah, yeah, he was always that guy. And, you know, it, it's all of his jokes is, I am 14, this is funny, but here's the problem. All of the 14-year-olds aren't 14-year-olds anymore. Exactly. The 14-year-olds that you currently should be quote-unquote appealing to, those children are different. Different yeah. children, they don't laugh at the same stuff, and he doesn't get that yet. Exactly. For whatever reason. Well, maybe he does get like, it. No, no, yeah, know, no. He I think, can't I think really he do anything about it. I think he doesn't, because Pixels was a perfect example of him not getting that. He oh, just made Pixels. this movie that he, th- what he thinks young people might like. Yeah. And is you're wondering, wait, you even play these games? And that's the worst part is that even if it was for its time, it's you know you know it have people who just lazily appeal to a, a false vacuum. Mm-hmm. They think this vacuum exists. Ah, if I put out this game and movie, everybody's gonna love it. And nope, that didn't work. 
and he just spent a ton of money on that shit. Yeah. And that was everybody was like, yeah, what the fuck are you doing? Who, who this for? Who, you know. Exactly. But the problem with, with, with Pixels, and this is another problem with this movie here, the do over, is just, you know, like, all right, I know he's old, right? Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's 49 right now at this moment. Like, I'm not expecting him to be this kind of accent-wearing guy doofus sort of a, like, right. you know, with Waterboy and Happy Gilmore. Right. Like, I'm worried. I'm not expecting him to do that. But at the same time, he just comes off into the acting, like, really lazy. And, like, he just don't give a shit. Yeah. And I saw that with Pixels. Just like, well, yeah, I'm Adam Sandler, blah, 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 blah. You know, he just kind of acts like, you know, no, but just Pixels, monotone. No, but Pixels, Pixels was, was, frankly, insulting because he, they, like, the Just God character in particular was... to this character. Everything that you hate, like, everything, like, right now in, in, in again, don't want to go political, but everything... You, you, you expect that a, a sexist gaming person would think like and approach life as that's that character. Or you, you mean know? like yeah, um, like, get, like how he was he, in love with the yeah, yeah, and he, character. Yeah, he won over the woman and then the girl transformed into the what is um Cuba transformed yeah, into Cuba the woman. Tra- and yeah. I, I watch this his like, dreams now. And yeah. I watch this like what the fuck is this shit, Dread? You serious with this? Like if I was and I that's the thing, I'm not even a person who's get offended by shit like that. And yeah. I was like just pissed off at shit like that like, it's like dude, you just this is waste my time teaser. this is not weird science it, Come that's on. my problem exactly yeah. it just had this dumb weird science hold back to everything that's, yeah. the, that's what I think I think Adam Sanders still think everybody in the is is 14 year olds in the 80s yeah oh yeah it's a good thing to bring up that so, so like, and, right. and then this do over from what I understand is, is about trying to get a reset in life like yes, things don't yes, work yes, out yes 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 yeah, yeah right. like do you literally hit the nail on, it, on, 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 on the head right there like this is this is this man's gimmick right now like he yeah. realizes Okay, you're not getting any young anymore. So let me just play off of this whole nostalgia thing. Camille right. uh, worked before with Wedding Singer. That was way back in what? Right, but exactly. Best movie, actually. Honestly, best right, movie. Right, it's ever one did. of his better movies, in my opinion. Yeah. That is true. And then Pixels, of course, going back in the 80s. So in the case right. with the do over, it starts off with this high school reunion, and you're hearing these 90s songs. You're hearing good vibrations from freaking Marky Mark. Yeah. Now known as Mark Wahlberg, and you're hearing Baby Got Back and those kind of songs. Right. So those one hit wonders. I'm like, all right, okay, high school reunion. But here's the thing, before I even get to what these stories are about, I'll just run it through quick. The reason why I wanted to see the Dover is not so much because it's Adam Sandler and David Spade, you know, but because of the genre, action comedy. Oh, wow. And that was the genre? It that was, was the comedy. You're joking? Action comedy. Oh, really? I didn't so, know that was, I think, that was the official genre. And if I'm not mistaken, the last time I saw Adam Sandler in an action comedy was, uh, you ever remember a movie called Bulletproof? It's Barely. with Demon Wayans. It came out in 1996. He was in a- he wasn't it. Okay. He was a. I right, barely remember. So is one those cliche, buddy cop kind of thing. But in this case, is um, Damon Wayans was a cop and some accident happened to him. Like he got, like he was left with some kind of shit. So, okay. But the point is, he had this plate on his head. Yeah. Hence the title bulletproof. Okay. So I guess everybody, all the gunmen, had to like fight him. It was like, wait, wait, wait! Don't shoot! Don't shoot his head! No. Okay. Ricochet he dead. Some shit. But Adam Sala was this uh, was a convict. Okay. And um, so basically. All right, well, think of it like U.S. Marshals. Remember that? Um, the spin-off from yeah, yeah. Fugitive? Yeah. So, like, yeah, prisoner and cop had to go to a place. Things happened, so now prisoner, uh, so now cop had to protect prisoner. And now they had right. to work together to get from point A to point B. It's one of those type of shows now. Right. And I don't particularly remember everything about it. I remember seeing it on USA. You know, that, that, that's how, that's how running the middle of that show was, that it showed literally on USA Network. I think most of of um of uh, silent films showed on USC. Right. Like Waterboy, uh, Wedding Singer, um, Happy Gilmore, particularly I remember it showed there, right? Yeah. 
Uh, but anyway, oh yeah, and Big Daddy as well too, which was like the beginning of the end <laughs> of his humor at least. Big Daddy was, yeah, I barely remember that. That was him and he found a kid who he had to take care of this little boy. Right, yes, yeah, I remember that. Right? That was, oh yeah, that's horrible. Yeah. I forget, that was rubbish. Anyway. He had, I mean, he had his in-between movies that he tried. Like, Click was one, that was an interesting one. He tried, I really didn't try I didn't it. like how, how Click played out, though. That right, lot of yeah, in my opinion. I think, what, why, I like here's the big thing. I think um, this guy was miscast. Um, the fellow was the inventor. Shit, what was his name? Um, and it was his son or something. So. Not, uh, not Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. Right. I thought he was miscast as you rule. Um, if they get somebody better, they should get somebody different that would have played more serious. Okay. Because the movie tried to... So Walken played as, as Walken. Exactly. And it, he, he, uh, I find they, they they could have done made that rule a bit more serious and made that work. Yeah. And that it would have worked better. But it didn't work as it's yeah, but I, I didn't like the human. It, like there was one moment I would never forgot it just scarred in my memory where he where he went back to his boss. David right. Hassel played the boss. So boss is cussing him out, he pauses, he, he pauses him, like he pauses time. Right. And then he goes up to him and he slaps him over the face over the face, sorry, he punches him and then he farts in his face and I was like Right. Yeah, exactly. Assume, right? He's always do that. Right? Like, he can't help himself to put this dumb bullshit in the movies. Yeah, uh, it just really turned off. But anyway, yeah. get back to Dover, right? So the premise is, um, so him, he, he's, uh, right, he, at, at first you're thinking, well, he, he says that he's this FBI agent, right? That's what he claims he is. Right. So he runs into an old friend of his, played by David Spade, and David Spade is like 51 years old right now, and you can see it in his face. He's yeah. really old, right? Now they they establish that David Speed is like this loser. Um, yeah, like he comes in and he's watching his his wife dancing, you know, like really drunkenly with her ex boyfriend, right. played by Sean Astin of all people. Ah, I, I didn't even recognize him <laughs> until I saw the credits. I was like, oh shit, that's Sean <laughs> Astin, no. And I saw Lord of the Rings before, right, like yeah. recently actually. So they meet back up after you know after the um, the reunion. They talk about. Well, well, all right. Well, Adam kind of playing like, yeah, my life is shit and everything, and yeah. everything is good for me. But what about you? You're married. You, you, um, the girl that you wanted all the all, all the time. Now, now you're married with her, but you know, life sucks for you still. Why? You know, right. um, he has two twin stepsons who treat him like shit. Right. The wife still treats him like shit as well too. She always cheating right. on on him and all that. So they say, well, all right. Well, dude, just just get out of this this hum this humdrum life for years. Yes. I have a yacht, let me just go on the yacht, let me just go off for a weekend. So they do that. They go out on the weekend, and then one night the yacht blows up, just like that. And David Spade wakes up, he, he finds himself on a bed, he's roofied and all that. And then Adam is like, well, yeah, I roofied you because um, I, we just faked our debts. Sorry, I just faked our debts. Right. So they take the identities of two guys. Apparently, they were on the FBI's most wanted list. But they didn't know that now. Right. Just, and then he lies and says, well, all right, I'm actually not an FBI agent. I just said that because I'll just... You know, want to come up. That's the whole thing. It's just him kind of peacocking that, trying to play like he's this big shot, this badass, but he's not. Yeah. So now they have these new identities. They go to Puerto Rico. They're having fun and all that. And I'm just there like, this is the action comedy. Right. I only saw one explosion. That was like after the 20-minute mark. Where's the action? And literally after 40 minutes after this movie begins, that's when somebody actually fires a shot. And that's these guys, these criminals, who... Assume now that Adam Sandler and David Speed are the criminals that were presumed dead, but now they're still alive because here they are in this mansion banging old chicks and, you know, going to clubs and stuff. Right. So big shootout take place and chasing and, dude, the action is like this real, this, this standard TV, made-for-TV action. Right. It's not yeah. like you could go in cinema and be amazing. Wow, look at all this action. It's just yeah. shit you've seen on TV before. Half-assed. Yeah. Half-assed. And then they run into Paula Patton and her character, she's the... She was the widow of this guy who was involved in the criminals and he got killed. 
and it's this whole kind of convoluted plot about what's going on and this thing about a, a cure for cancer i swear to god <laughs> cure for cancer and he tried to make to, to twist it in a, such a way that yeah it affects one of the characters and it's all emotional and stuff but it just feels yeah and all right first off paula Patton's character and just basically the woman in this film right the same sexist thing that you mentioned yeah dude this movie is like living proof for this whole sexist vibe that right. that um, some of the movies have like and the moment she comes in, you see the cleavage, you could tell, like, you know, and like, even from that moment, it's kind of yeah. like, well, you're trying to kind of sex, um, sexualize his character here. Right. And then David Spade, of course, well, he's attracted by her. And then, you know, I'm just telling like, me, well, dude, you have to fuck her, Jay. You see how she's looking? Dude, why the fuck a man? And, you know, is that all that kind of thing there, you know? Right. And then they try to twist her character, because, spoiler alert, she's one of the villains now. And. Uh, and then Adam Sandler has his ex girlfriend who just want to fuck him. And then. Um, Alexander's mother, she's senile, and then there's a moment near the end, guys, that literally will make you guys vomit. <laughs> but at this point, at one time, you, you literally see a topless. Okay. Sagging tits. Who's that? Adam Sandler's mother. Okay. Yeah, okay. Is horrible. Horrible, right. horrible, horrible. Right. But yeah. Um, Moving on. So yeah, overall, the story was, was just a messy pacing, was off. Like I said, I had to wait 40 minutes before a, a, a literal action scene took place. Right. And this is, they try to play it off like this buddy movie, action movie. Yeah. But look, even like shows like True Lies and Lethal Weapon and right. you know, yeah, yeah. 40 how to Towers. Do, how to do that. You right. have that setup, so you know what is at stake. You know, alright, here are the bad guys. You know how dangerous the situation is. Right. And then you could get into the, the characters and why you should care. But you right. don't care. David Spade comes off like this pathetic loser and you want to kind of care for this guy but, yeah, but uh, because no. you have Adam Sandler by the right like this devil tell him dude fuck this girl man you know, right. beat, man Stripper. goes to balls man and then Adam Sandler just like he just don't give a fuck dude. he just kind of come off like and I read about it you know like maybe uh, I think it happened with um, like movies like Blended for example which he shot in South Africa where he would go to a country like maybe on vacation presumably yep. and then be like well, alright well I'm in this country, let me just make a film. So, yeah. presumably, he was on vacation in, work, in Puerto make Rico. Make for work program. Yeah, so he kind of comes off like, you see, he come off like, he, he just seems like, he's not even acting. It's just like, well, I just yeah. half assed it. I just yeah. care. I just play in the, the, the emotions because I'm Adam Sandler. I don't care anymore. Mm-hmm. So, if I could give this show a rating, I would give this a one out of five yeah. stars. No surprise. Definitely a waste out of time. Yep. If it's a, I know it's on Netflix and you know you don't have to spend money to go and watch it in the cinema, but don't even waste your time with yeah, this show. Yeah, I don't. I don't Anyway, a uh, so comedy yeah. movie I wanted to see, which was um, Popstar, Never Stop, Never Stopping. Right. I, I wanted to see, see that, that too, as well. Yeah. I heard it's quite funny. I am a big fan of um, Andy Samberg. Yeah, which is, I'm a huge fan of mockumentary, so especially right, musical Which is hopefully not um, Andy Samberg, um, Adam Sandler in the future. But <laughs> yeah, Andy Samberg so. is a funny dude, in my opinion. I like Brooklyn yeah. Nine-Nine, for the most part. Love Lonely Island. And I heard it's, yeah, it's I love it, their albums. And I heard it's in the same, fa- same vein as that. All I know a couple of friends who hated it. But yeah. Uh, um, I, think, I, I expect think the soundtrack was fantastic as well. Right. The songs were very, I was listening very, to very some hilarious. of it, but it wasn't particularly funny or engaging like um, his previous stuff. But whatever, oh. I'll have us hear it in the context of the movie and then I, I might enjoy it more. All whatever. Right. Cool. Um, so, yeah. Um, yes, what, what are the, um, right, so we have movies. to go on to... Right, so enough of the bullshit. Let's get on to, to, to some something actual... That, let's go from bullshit to mediocre. Yes. Uh, so, Angry Birds Angry Birds, yes. So, Angry Birds came out a while. It came out a while now. So here's the thing. I'm pretty late to what I, th- I didn't think. I went to this movie blind. I only saw one trailer. Oh, uh, you saw one trailer. One I trailer. saw about three. Now, yeah, I only the last saw, uh, one spoiled. No, right. Yeah, so like the first one kind of like set up. Okay, this guy is angry. Right. 
and the picks coming true and it's just the, the gags and the, right. the style of so the third one was I didn't know what the story was about. Right, so I didn't know what this movie was going to be about and holy shit, the movie real political. It's... What? Right. So apparently, people reading, people debating, well, people on the, the non-politically correct people, they have a whole, there's a whole click on the internet right. of people what you call the alt-right bunch. There are people who are anti-peace culture, anti-feminism, this, this, this. And apparently the movie is this big allegory for um, Muslim immigration, immigration in Europe, and in my head, how you know? Right, no, when it, when how, how, you, how, how did you? When you watch a movie, you'll see. No, here's the thing. I didn't notice, so I went into the movie and I was like, okay, there's something going on here. And the movie is about like the so it's, it's um, David Su- Jason Sudeikis, sorry, his character Red. Red, right. His character is. Um, Basically, this angry dude, and yeah, he's the yeah. only angry he, he, dude he's, in this. He's, he's sarcastic. Right, character. he's his only angry dude in this. Basically, he's the aggressive guy in a passive aggressive world. The right. whole world is passive aggressive. It's uh, about the island of the the island birds. of the birds. It's right. about being nice. What he's putting on our face about being nice. You have to do um, counseling and anger management classes. Yeah, and yeah. This right, we we live in that world, and yoga, this and everybody pretend to be nice, but not really that nice. And it's all about just suppressing their emotions and not being mm-hmm. open about it. And then his character is about being just kind of telling the truth and calling things for what they are. Yeah. And he kind of alone. Nobody like him. You have to live outside of the town. Kind of pissed off. Mm-hmm. And they kind of don't want him living there. Anyway, the pigs show up. And, yeah. and it, what, did they just show up out of nowhere? Yeah, yeah. They kind of, right. They come, no, they come out of nowhere. They kind of just come on in a boat. Yeah. And it, but they would, the plan is to steal their plan. Well, they come and they pretend to be nice. Mm-hmm. And then they, everybody say, you know, the pigs are victims. Though. They'll call them out for what they are. That's the, the guy, the, the leaders of the bird people. Okay. And Red kind of <laughs> see it. People. Right, yeah. <laughs> and Red's attitude is that, no, we should ask questions and these kind of things. And basically, it's a big allegory for that. That's why I saw it as, as, as really Muslim immigration in Europe. Right. That's how I saw it. And apparently, that was the narrative since the trailer came out. Like, that was a huge narrative since January, apparently. So I just check on the internet. That's what people see. It is a bit of an overstretched metaphor. Uh-huh. A little bit. So it has some people who see it bleat, like, real carry the, the argument by saying, well, the three main characters is the, is the German flag colors. <laughs> and, oh, oh, but then I, I kind of saw where it was coming from. And then, well, in the, the big story is that the ending, it had a lot of jokes, a lot of great jokes. Judge Gad was surprisingly funny, even though I yeah. hated him before in, and other in, stuff. In, in pixels. <laughs> he, yeah, but he is surprisingly funny. He's this bird that he's a yellow bird who's yeah, moved oh. fast about. They had the big black bird who explodes. Yeah. And then they have the big red bird who's a big version of red. Mm-hmm. Just a, well, in the game, apparently, I have, I've only played one version of this game, and it's a rip-off of another game, but this is the game that ended up making money. Wait, not that Flappy Bird? No, not Flappy no. Bird. Um, oh, what's the name? Cannon, which is some Canon fodder game. It was a crappy Flash game back in the days. Okay. And then Angry Birds just take it and market it and make a billion dollars. Oh, I, I, I always dollars. thought that Angry Birds was something original. No, no, it's not. It no, no so the much. game itself is not original. What it did was it took an idea that's, that's free. Mm-hmm. It took the idea of Canon, you're shooting cannons. And then you make points. And, yeah. and they decided to put this ridiculous narrative. But I'm surprised that the, the animation company decided to make this thing because it's a Finnish company or something like that. Or yeah, who Ro- created it? Which is Roxio. I forget the company. Roxio. Roxio right. Yeah. They, and I'm surprised that this was so political. This was like a really political movie. Like you could see where they're coming from with the whole, you know, the pigs is Muslim. Basically, the pigs is Muslim immigration. Mm-hmm. It's Muslims. They look Muslim. Um, here's the, the kicker though. Sean Penn is in the movie. So I was thinking, yes, so wait, did, yes. so if I want to go get political here, it's like Sean, but it's not like the most leftist guy, so why would he be part of this project that clearly is not politically correct? Yeah. Whatever. The movie was kind of fun. It had a lot of jokes. Um, mm-hmm. I thought Jason Sudeikis' voice acting was quite good. 
there's a really funny bit with um, an eagle. And the eagle is so legendary, and it's, there's a whole back backstory, and you learn about him. Right. And again, I thought I think that was the allegory for America. Right. What the character supposed to be? He old and he does kind of bullshitting, but he will still help out. Yeah. Whatever. But but how do you, how do you the incorporate the, how do you incorporate like the you right. know, the actual game? Right. The last the last uh, the last act of the third last the third third act, right yeah. the last act of the movie is just them they went the pig stole the eggs. Uh-huh. And they had to go back and get the eggs. And they basically had to figure out a way to launch themselves. Right, um, from point A to point B. Right, to get into and invade and get through. And they basically just did that. And they yeah. did. And it's, it was fun. And they had the same sound effects. Like, woohoo! Right, yeah, they do the same kind of thing. And they basically, but they had the same properties. Okay. So they had, a, they had one funny bit with the boomerang bird. So the guy fling and he miss and come straight back and it was useless. Right. And he was an older bird. So it's like, oh, okay, that's what they do with that. Um, again, because I'm largely unfamiliar with the game, I was I only played the game like once or twice. Oh, I didn't, right? Okay. I, yeah, I, game, I, I only the played game, the original game. No, the game, right? Exactly. Like, the yeah. game is super popular, and I get why. Yeah. Um, but the spin-offs never cared for them. Whatever. Point is, the game make a ton of cash. They made they use this cash <laughs> to make this movie. Yeah. And they decide they, to me. I find oh gosh, what's this character name boy? Um, who played the pig? Was he being pig? Um, can't remember the character name. But basically, he, he has beard. If you watch his beard, the beard look like a Muslim beard. Oh my goodness! You know, true to know. Yeah, no, listen, it does. And like, I think, and I, I get the feeling it. that it was just a, just to stick it to people who's like Muslim fundamentalists or whatever it is, because he's a pig. Yeah. But he's a Muslim, and he have explosives in the background, and you couldn't help yeah, it's, but it's, not. It's the, it's the irony I, about even it. though even though it might be an overstretched metaphor, you couldn't really, really you really saw what people talking about yeah. with this. You could you couldn't help but you know think about what it is they were saying with respect to the Muslim immigration thing, because the whole point is just not letting people into your culture, and much like with with um. Zootopia. It was kind of showing the kind of the dark side, if not downright, the downside, if not outright failure of political correctness in the modern sense. Right. That's where the film was trying to say is that, no, you sh- that European culture should be a little angry and reactive a little bit at least. Mm-hmm. Not just embrace every culture and have you be taken advantage of. That's what I saw. Okay. That's what I saw in terms of the subtext. It, to me, it was kind of in your face and blatant. If you don't want to see that, you don't have to see that, but I saw that. Right. And, and what, what about the mediocrity of, of the film? Like, like what, it, what was it, bad about it? It wasn't immediate. It just wasn't excellent. I mean, it was just good. It was kind of funny. It wasn't, the jokes landed, some of them. Yeah. Um, I'll say when they started to get into the whole game part of it, that's when it stopped being clever. Uh, it was like, oh, they just reference in the game. Okay. And moving on. Yeah, and it, it, wasn't, it wasn't particularly funny or clever. And it's only the first, first the beginning, like the first half. Yeah. was genuinely clever and hilarious, I thought, in terms of, especially Josh Scott's character, because he, <laughs> yeah, there's a bit with him doing the Quicksilver thing, where he's oh, m- moving super fast and interfering, super, yeah. interfering with stuff, and they, they, they do a scene later than with that, which is really, really funny. Okay. Of how the character's kind of an idiot, but at the same time, he's so useful because he's so fast now. Um, yeah, that's it. Right, so written. Written. Uh, give it a high CC it. What going in theaters to see? Quite funny. Um, what's your time? Animation, of course, on point. On point, yes. Yeah, um, animation, the feathers look great, all that stuff. I don't yeah. really worry about the technical stuff because it wasn't particularly brilliant. Um, kind of late, kind of late to give, be given these recommendations because you know it came out so long and we. Yeah, I thought no, we, but, but it's I really still thought we did this review. It's still showing. No, no, we did. Okay, right. Yeah. But so, um, but I'll say this much. I, because uh, like I said, I haven't seen it. Right. But the first, like I, honestly, I didn't really know what to expect with with this movie. Here, I saw the first trailer and it was really focused a lot on on red right. and you know him dealing with the pigs being here. But right. like I said. There's another trailer that showed a little bit more. I know they showed the eagle, right? Um, and just how I, a, much of a contradiction he is. Right. That's the whole point. The, the eagle again. If you want to see the political metaphor, it's 
America. America. Derp. Derp. Yeah, yeah, it's America. But it's America and he kind of boasting. Even yeah. though he has a good history, it's him being largely overinflated. Yeah. It's an overinflated narrative, yeah. which is America. Right. Kind of. And, and then the final trailer, I think, yeah, I think there were three trailers over. The, the final trailer that I saw on big screen is when you actually saw, okay, now they're doing what you're expecting in the games where they fling any birds or right. any kind of thing. Right. I was like, Oh, so they actually did that. Yeah. But I didn't need to see that in the trailer. I would have been pleasantly surprised to see uh, it here, but not really. Well, they spoiled it for me. Right. You know? I yeah, I didn't I was totally I went into this blind and it was only when me just looking up to see what if other people saw this. Apparently the narrative was there since January, since the yeah. first trailer or <laughs> whenever the trailers came out. Um so but, I was But I mean does it alright, but overall does it work like a like a clever Political satire. That's what it is. It it does that. It's kind of taking the piss out of political correctness a little bit. But you really get the sense of them making a genuine tale and the whole idea of let's just put it as Europe need to be angry. Mm. You know, and if you know, because kind of the running narrative right now, you know, in the politics is that well, if Europeans have any reaction, that means they're automatically Nazis or something like that. That that whole thing, though. Yeah. eh, Whatever. Um, right. I didn't, I didn't, some people embrace it way more than than other people, but I really see, I really got what people were seeing. Um, when when it came when it came to that that whole political metaphor, yeah. I got it. Okay, whatever. All right. So moving along to another show that and well, I actually wanted to, to see it on the day that I saw Warcraft, but unfortunately didn't. Yes. Had a lot of things came up, but anyway, political. I didn't get around to seeing Teenage yeah. Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows. Right. Um, and before I get to review, I just say this much. Like I said in my last review, I really didn't like the first one at all right um maybe if i look at it again i probably might like it a little bit more but other, otherwise the first time i saw it hated it right i hated the character designs especially with splinter right. thought he looked ugly as fuck yeah um i didn't like how shredder was like a robot right and i thought that it took itself way too seriously it was trying to be all dark and stuff right and it's really in the third act when he realized oh shit it's a movie about teenage turtles yeah. fighting yeah let's have fun damn it right and that's when they actually had fun yeah this one i would argue um, you know, he has my attitude with stuff like this at this point. A, I'm way too old to care. <laughs> and For real. B, um, yeah, this is not my stuff, but he has my attitude. Um, I suppose underthinking it is better than overthinking it. Uh-huh. That's my attitude. Though. And that's what that's what this original movie. That's what that's what this one did. It okay. did us underthink it. They didn't worry. Did it? They make it dumb. They didn't worry to impress impress you too much with it. And I had some fun, but they—they here's the problem. Some actors were terrible in this. Stephen Amell was fucking terrible in this. So I've heard. Jeez, wait. That man, like, I, I, I don't know what was—I don't know what he was—I don't know what he was planning to do with him. Um, I don't know what he's planning to do, but I get a feeling that well, because the Casey Jones character is is Arrow. It's the same character. Yeah. It's a street vigilante being yeah. badass and trying to be badass all the time. That what that is what he was in the in the cartoons. That is what he was in the in the original movie. Mm-hmm. You know, he was trying to be a badass, and and I get the feeling that they say, all right, they want him to play Arrow, and hence he say like, I he has an actor say, look, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do that. I gotta just do my own thing and have fun. F you. And the director say, all right, well, I'm moving on. And that's exactly <laughs> what happened. He was horrible in this. He just tried to tell those jokes and be an idiot. Didn't work. He tried it, and it was kind of similar to the old Casey. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know if you remember, there's a really cool short film with Casey Jones. Uh, it starts in an ice rink, in a hockey rink, and it, look it up. You could find it's it. It's a fun, fun film. film. Yeah. That's how you should have done Casey Jones. Make it a little kind of serious, not too serious, but you get why, you know. He's that way. He's that way, and then, but, but because he, even if, he, but he's still a human and he's in over his head. Yeah. 
This one, did they, they give him his arc where he was like a correctional officer, but he's trying to be a detective. Like, no, don't do that. Oh. Yeah, it was dumb. Whatever. Yeah, but... I, again, I'm too old to care. Um, and what about um, April O'Neil? Right, she was the same. It's Megan Fox. Same thing. Same thing. Don't really care. Come and go and dig. They gave Shell a scene where she had to have some short skills to steal some evidence. Of course, stupid. because, you know, guys, two people, men want to see... Right, you know, yeah, whatever. Moving yeah. on. Don't care. Um, the two people actually I was impressed by was Tyler Perry. <laughs> who really enjoyed they totally embraced the role and enjoyed himself and he totally well, I, actually not surprised he would do that right. he actually looked like he, he was going he, to do that he enjoyed himself and he was enjoying himself being there and he, he got a good energy from him just like um, Gwangil actually could, right. even in Gwangil right. you could tell you right. he wants he, to he be was, there he was privileged to be there right and Gary Anthony Williams I did not okay. expect him to I didn't expect to enjoy his presence so much. He was like the improvement of the movie. And this is before and after his transformation. Okay, the character well it's um, he plays Bebop. Bebop. Bebop, okay. right. right. And well it's switching races because in the original cartoon, Rocksteady was the black guy and Bebop was the white guy. Right. And then they switch it. They say, Okay, so this time and then they had the guy, um the, the I think it's a wrestler MMA. Seamus. Seamus, right. Yeah, this Irish born wrestler. Right. The two of them together were great, mm-hmm. funny, it worked. It was again still stupid. Dumbness. Yeah. It was dumb, but it had an energy. There was an energy I didn't mind. Yeah, that's it fine. Better yeah. than the rest of the movie. Um, this guy will on it. Didn't need to be there, but whatever. You need. He didn't need to be in the first one. But yeah, he was there. Um, he, Because a... he plays a character in the comic. That's a character in the original story, which okay. is um Vernon. He was in the cartoon as well. All right. This this the camera guy now. Oh right, yes, yes, yes. It's right. a character. Yeah. Um, um Whoopi, here's my thing. Just a Whoopi was there by the way, or she? No, wasn't she was not in okay. this movie. They had a uh, oh gosh, she was a female in this one. Uh, this older woman who was the police captain or something like that. Um, not Laura something. Laura Linney. Laura, yeah, Laura. Laura Linney. Linney. Holy crap, she was terrible in this too. She was horrible in this. I was like, why are you in this movie? What What did she do? What's her character? She was a police captain or police chief or something like that or like a FBI something basically a high ranking hard ass oh. given boss boss given orders and what are you doing you right that stuff work. and she was she just did not work in this she wasn't funny she was trying to kind she of be, fun- to be funny yeah yeah they tried to give her some lines and she, it just didn't work she's supposed to be the straight straight character yeah but it just didn't work what she tried to do it didn't work okay totally out of place not funny um, right. um, the turtles themselves. Yeah, what about the turtles themselves? Um, everybody's kind of playing the rules. They had a nice little arc with Donny, um, Leo, and Raph. Mm-hmm. And, they, you know, really, Raph and Leo button heads again. And mm-hmm. it's the whole narrative of, well, they had the chance to turn to humans. Yeah. And they tried to do this. But they didn't become humans. They just did a thing and they had a chance to do it. And then, well, Raph, like, no, we're not going to do it. And he's the one who made the choice. Whatever. Yeah, because we're Ninja Turtles. Whatever. But the whole point is that I thought they would have made the effort of actually you're going to see them as humans for a period of time. Like, I thought yeah, they would that, have done that, that. that. Come to think of it, that actually would be pretty interesting. Right. I thought they were going to do that, and then they reject it. And then, like, some of them want to stay human, and then the other. And I thought they would have given something with Mikey, because Mikey's the person who wanted to be part of the world most. Yeah. They didn't do that. Whatever. They hide it. And I thought they would have made more drama out of it. Whatever. That would have been overthinking it. Mm-hmm. And as I said, if you attempted to do that and fail, it would have been worse. So they just avoided it entirely. Right. They just kind of barely gloss it and give it some lip service and then move on. Okay. Um, um, but, action but, sequences. Yeah, well, that's what, before you get to action, what was the, the story about? Just, story just is, okay, sure. so this time, what happened is that Shredder, they need to break out Shredder. Shredder, they need to transport him. Uh-huh. Being transported. And him, what happens is that somebody, a box of stockman working for, for Krang, from another dimension, whatever. That was in the comic. Yeah. Uh, well, it wasn't the comic. It was in the cartoon. Whatever. Right. This old character. They decide to break out Shredder because Shredder was working for them. Mm-hmm. And he used some dimensional portal stuff to move on. Interesting. And escape. He yeah. basically teleport out. 
And then he went to uh, Krang in the next dimension and said, look, all right, work for me. Help me out, build this portal. Find some parts for this thing to build a bigger portal so my ship could come through. Yeah. Basically, the, te- the Technodrome. Oh, you know, the Technodrome is this big yes, machine yes, ship. Yes. I remember from the cartoon. That's from the cartoon. Right. And that's the plan. So they just had to find the parts. So they had to find one part. They had one part already. Mm-hmm. They had to find a part in a museum. And then they had to go to South America to find a third part. So that was a whole action oh, sequence in South the, America. Hence the, um, the river and the right. planes. That's what the scene was. Yeah. It was a surprisingly good action sequence. Again, still model computer CGI mess. But <laughs> again, I just went in with the lowest standard mm-hmm. and then enjoyed it. Like, they have to do that. You have to do that well, with, this, with, one, with shit like this. Exactly. You wouldn't because, enjoy the show because as well. What happen if you do that, if, you, if you're going with any, any effort like what you do with Batman v Superman, you'll have Batman v Superman. Where you'll yeah. just be a waste of time and you'll just be pissed off. Again with either, the BGS, sir. Look, either, <laughs> look, if you give a fuck, you have to give a fuck. That is the problem. Though, yeah. when people give a fuck and you don't give a fuck, that is the biggest disaster. Either don't give a shit and I don't give a shit so we can just have fun. Yeah, so, so, so it's like crunk music is like Lil Jon, you know? Right. If he doesn't give a fuck, go, don't give a fuck. Exactly. <laughs> do go in, and that's what you have to do with this stuff. And that's my attitude. It was, I had fun, um, right, and basically... Well, the, action sequences, right? Action sequences. Yeah. Only one I really genuinely enjoyed. This was the scene in South America. Right. That was kind of badass, what they did with that. They had the turtles swimming, and, you know, they're moving about. You get mm-hmm. a sense of how the turtles could fight, and, and they had a good action sequence with the tank, and the dodgy tank, and blah, blah, blah. Right, right, right. And people enjoyed it. People had fun. I went with a bunch of kids... Uh, that's the, the screening I went to. Right, oh. had a bunch of kids. The kids were like, ah! Right, yeah. And the kids kind of enjoyed ah. it. Some kids, it had one, one laugh out loud moment for me personally, where you had this one, like the plot was doing a thing, and it was a stupid, pl- I forget what it was. It was a stupid plot thing. Yeah. And it was like, just basically just the characters being idiots. And it had this one little boy, like you could tell this boy, just he brain working, and he like, this do- he just yelled out loud, like, this don't make no sense, this is real stupid. Uh, the boy can't be older than eight and I was like yes the future is in good hands if you have yes. kids like this who could see this bullshit and see through it I was like cool yeah props to that kid though. great I don't think he'll be listening to this but yo right I was like props. I was so I just that poor smile on my face <laughs> so whatever and he whatever the movie had an action sequence I was here's the big thing I was disappointed with they so they, they bring in Shredder and then Shredder was like X'd out in the story. Like, he wasn't killed, but he was like captured and he was frozen. So he didn't have, what? he didn't fight in the end. The big fight was against Krang only. Okay. Another thing I missed was they, they didn't do Krang's original voice on the cartoon. That is a classic villain voice. Yeah. They could have gone with that. They should have done that. We didn't get that. It was this other guy. I forget who the voice actor is. But should, you know the James Avery? Not James Avery. Who was the voice of Krang originally? I forget. James Avery was Shredder. No, yeah, James Avery was Shredder. But I can't um, remember the, the Krang voice. Another thing too I hated was, and this is another thing I really hate about these movies, from since Transformers days, the problem. You'll have a whole sequence of animation just to do a joke. Joke not funny. It's utterly pointless. And it's just a colossal waste of money and time for the sake of the plot. And it's not even for the sake of the plot. I'm going to give the uh, example. You mean like what? Like a, a okay. gag then? Though. Right, it's just a gag. In Transformers, the second one, mm-hmm. Revenge of the Fallen, they had a bit where the robot was humping the girl leg oh, yeah, as a joke. That, that, that and in my, scene. in my head, I was asking the question, how long does it take to animate? How long, how much does it cost? How much does it thing? Utterly pointless scene. Yeah. They had the exact same moment like this where Krang, for some reason, can't fit in the suit. Remember, it's a, it's a suit. It's a kind of yes. semi-intelligent kind of suit. Yeah. And it's him in the thing. In the, in the comic, it's him f- it, inside the suit. He could f- go into it relatively easily and fit it. Uh-huh. In this, he can't fit into it. So it's this brain creature, and the suit has to like stuff him in. Oh, and it's like, so it's this moment of him, him trying barely to... Him barely catching... And he, 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 he basically punching him in. And that's the joke. 
is him just being put. And I was like, this can't be cheap. This can't be easy to do, to just pull off this animation. Because right. all this slime and, you know, all this little yeah, thing yeah, popping yeah. up. And it's like, how much is cost? And in the, co- in the story, you would have just put him in the suit. That's it. Just put him in the thing. He and, fits yeah, perfectly. And move on. Move on. That, I don't know. That's something to really piss me off because it's a colossal waste of cash. That, had, that alone, I sure cost like $2 million or something like that. I sure. That alone cost $2 million US just to do that scene. I sure that or something on that level where it just costs a ton of cash just doing that scene. Right. And you know, it's these make for, pro- make, I call it make for work program moments where it's just this utterly pointless scene that just a higher animator just to do. Instead of doing something more interesting with your action and spending all the, that resources and energy on that part. Yeah, make it look good. Look good. They just waste their time on that shit. That does drive me up a wall every damn time. Whatever. Moving on. Um, final action sequence was with them fighting Krang. Krang was doing all this Krang and stuff. Right. So he have an arm and he spinning about and they fight him and then they had to stop. They basically stopped the tattoo room from being made. Yeah. It was this like gravity thing. So they, they reprogram it and move it and then it gone back into the portal. And from what I've heard, once again, just like in the last film, it was on top of a high-rise sky. No, it was in the sky. Oh, it was in the sky. Okay. It, was, it was floating or they had to float and it had to build up. It okay. was a big roof, but it was a big platform, essentially. All right. So it was no different from being on a skyscraper. Yeah. It is the same thing. Same bullshit. Same, same bullshit. Same bullshit. Portal or whatever, laser going up in the air. That nonsense. Yeah. And while I was disappointed, I really wanted them to do the Super Shredder from the video games. So I thought we was going to get that. And we had something like that in, in um, Secret of the Ooze, right? Part. Right. They, they bring it a little bit. But my thing with Super Shredder is I wanted the Super Shredder to be super shredder from the games where he teleporting and he's sending out lightning or something like that so yeah. i thought we was gonna get crank technology and do stuff like that shredder doesn't get an action sequence in this not really so i was like there's a waste of time whatever yeah but all right from 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 what i saw in the trailers and stuff and from what you told me tons of fan service right that's why they Casey do right there. that's, that's why, why they do. yeah, yeah, yeah there, it had no. a bunch of stuff in it in the background like again only because of Bebop from from rocksteady and baxter suckman the only thing i thought they would have done with baxter suckman is i thought he would have gotten the mutation as well so you would have turned to the fly uh-huh. they didn't do that it's no reference to him being a fly in this at all i thought they, even, they would have probably have a little side gag or line of him referencing is this for the fans kind of because they have like a super nintendo controller somewhere and i think somebody's <laughs> playing like the turtles in time game in the background maybe oh classic i swear i swear i see it my thing is that i find they should follow the law of that that law where you know you, you do a story they might do the turtles in time plot plot line but that's exactly like how they do the, the, the original movies though exactly and same story miserably and that, all that trade up so it's the same shit. yeah uh score yeah what's your CC, rating man cc it straight cc it no high, no low. No low, CC. straight CC. It, it was kind of fun going with everything. I, I'll be confession, I had a couple beers going in. So <laughs> that was it. Yeah, just like, fuck I it, had man. to see it and I was like, look, whatever. It was better than the first one, in my opinion. Yeah. And I didn't hate the first one. Again, that was the next movie that I just went in. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. <laughs> Enjoy yeah. it. But it was more fun, I could imagine. I, yeah, it was more fun. And it's only, only because of Gary Anthony Williams. Seriously, this guy needs to get his Uncle Ruckus movie or something. Because Gary Anthony Williams is a treasure. You're supposed to get one for ages. For ages. And he could do something with it, man. Shit, you know? He is a funny dude. He's a funny dude. He's very underrated. I, I don't know what happened to him because he's not a black comedian in that sense. No. He's a black guy who could have been any... His style of comedy could be anywhere. It's not like a black comedy thing. Yeah. And I remember he was... Remember the, anybody, you remember the blue comedy comedy tour? Blue collar comedy tour. Um, I remember bits of it on on Comedy Central. Right. I, remember, I think what it was like was, a documentary. What it, no, no, it was it was, was it had a, a it had a documentary based on it. Right. But 
it was a series with Jeff Foxworthy, uh, Bill Larry Cable Guy, Larry King Guy, Bill Engvall, and oh, what was the fourth guy? And the funniest guy. Um, gosh, I forget his name. The fourth guy. The drunk. That, the, he, for this guy that we can't remember. He's the funniest dude, but he's the <laughs> drunk one. He's the one who's be drunk and he's the older kind of playboy type and he kind of overweight. And, right. right. Um, I'll, it, it'll come to me. Anyway, he was part of the show, the sketch show, when they did the, the blue comedy, comedy tour, the sketch show. Mm-hmm. And he was the only black guy there. And a lot of people say he was just a, a token black guy and they kind of uh, insult him and talk uh, shit about him. And yeah. I was like, nah, but he's funny though. And he was the only, he was, he was the funniest person there. In the sketches, all the sketches, he was the person who had the most energy. Look, Gary Anthony Williams need to get his break, man. He's a mm. guy that underrated, under, under, underutilized, and I thought he gave a great energy to Turtles, and it was kind of wasted and squandered in this. Yeah, unfortunately, Tyler Perry was okay, funny. Yeah, he was well, okay. That, that, that's good. That that's, you, that that's, that's, that's why yeah. I, I defend it a little bit because it's it's only because people had fun. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't mind. People had fun, and especially Williams and Perry. They had fun and they made it work. Yeah. They didn't take this out too seriously. Script was dumb, whatever. Course, yeah. So you see it, moving on. Right, so now we're going to talk about the long-awaited, the, the video game movie, to <laughs> end all video game movies. Forget Mortal Kombat, guys. Yeah. This is Silent Warcraft. Doom? Warcraft. What's, what's Doom? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, so Warcraft. What should I say about this? All right, <sighs> well, 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 all right, let me, let me, let me start off, right? You, so, I I would admit that I am I right. never played a Warcraft game before. Me too. I played okay. Starcraft. No, here's my thing. So I'm a okay. So let us a quick preamble before just Why not? just not the, the video, but just the, the franchise and Blizzard. Blizzard clearly want to do the they get a Marvel on. They want to do their Marvel thing. By oh, by the way, you saw you saw the intro that they did their their logo. Yeah, badass. That, that was badass, yeah, yeah, badass, but it was real marvelous. Yeah, but that's the thing. Da, 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 da. Yeah, shots and everything. Yeah, yeah it's them. It's them. Blizzard gonna get a Marvel on. They say, okay, we're gonna control our own franchises and we're gonna make our own games. Now, I don't expect a, a united Blizzard universe. That's not gonna happen, mm-hmm. right? Because the, the stories of the three main games, that three most popular games that Blizzard are familiar with, which is the Warcraft universe, um, Starcraft universe, and the Diablo universe, right? Right. All three franchises are separate. And it, it'll be it it'll be unwise to link them, especially if you might want to link Diablo and. Why link them in the first place? That's right, dumb, but no, you, you might be able, you might want to, I you know because you know they might for expediency now. Yeah. In my <laughs> now out of the tree, back if you were a PC gamer, back in the late nineties, early two thousands, you were more than likely playing one of those three games. Yeah. Right. You're playing Warcraft, Starcraft, or Diablo. I was playing Starcraft. Right. I was playing Diablo. Mm-hmm. I was never into Warcraft. I have a cursory knowledge of Warcraft at best. You know, you know who Troll is, you know who Medivh was, you know, you know these characters, you know who the Orcs are, you know, right, you know who the, right. Right, you have an idea what the You know what the fell is, yeah. you know these things, you know the general, you don't know stuff in depth, um, but you, 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 just from being merely exposed by Warcraft dudes, you pick it up in conversation and you kind of piece together the narrative. Yeah. It's the Lord of the Rings Final Fantasy, sorry, Lord of the Rings Fantasy <laughs> Universe um, put slash. You put in the game form. Right, it's, it's Dungeons and Dragons, their version. Yeah, that's what it is. It's that. Um, I, oh, by the way, I, I said I, I had a slip of the tongue of Final Fantasy, but there is a reference to Final Fantasy in this. I'm going to talk about that. All right, I, I would like to hear what that is. Right. Um, so I, my personal thing is that I, if it was up to me, like if I, you know, I'm a Diablo fan, I would want to see a Diablo movie. To me, the first Diablo was a great mystery, mm-hmm. great mystery story, and it, it had a lot of action coming out the end. It was badass. Um, but Warcraft is the most popular franchise of all. Yeah. So you have to do a Warcraft movie. Um, and it has the coolest title, by the way. What do you, what do you think about it? Warcraft. No, it's just Something Warcraft. About yeah, it. yeah, it's just cool. Here's the problem with this movie, Ad. This personally, now here's the thing. This movie did not work. 
No, it did not. Did not work. It did not. It Didn't did not. hate it. Really root for it. It is an incredibly noble failure. <laughs> incredibly noble. They try a lot. Try. But I will, I will, you I have, will get into You have the, the, the filmmaker is a super fan, is the death, uh, the son of um guy who... Yeah, the late great yeah. David Bowie, rest in peace. Ziggy Stardust himself. Right. Duncan um, Jones. And that would be Duncan Jones. Duncan who, Jones. Um, oh, yeah. This is, 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 um, in my opinion, is a very good filmmaker. Yeah. Um, so. He made two films prior to this, which was um, Moon, came out right. in 2009. And Love I finally, finally sat down and watched Moon. Yeah. You know what yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, great. Thought very very thought-provoking as well. No, too. great. Great script. Yeah. Went in blind. Yeah, didn't great expect script. things. Yeah. Smart script. I was like, wow. Look. Um, I saw Source Code. Source Code, right. was very entertaining. Source Code was awesome. Right. It's what I call, I put Source Code in the list of what I call, what I call Outer Limits movies. You know, it's just oh. a script. It's an extended episode of Outer Limits. Um, it had a couple things as well, so that didn't make sense to me. But it's one of those you have to interpret science in a certain way for you to, to, to accept it. Yeah. However, you could tell, you know, a lot of people make the argument, and I, I heard this argument that it's smothered to death, the movie. Oh, yes, yes. yes, um, yes. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. But what I heard also is that it had kind of the same problem Batman v Superman had, which is, from what I understand, 40 minutes was cut out of this. So this theatrical okay, well, cut. I didn't know, but it felt like there were a lot of things right. that were taken um, And my, another attitude is that it, it made the mistake that Lord of the Rings Fellowship of the Ring, it made the mistake that Lord of the Rings Fellowship of the Ring avoided, which is, yes. which is you either embrace your old story or you keep that shit down to five to ten minutes. Yeah. That is what they should have done with this It's a good thing to bring up that because um, recently, actually, I did this intentionally before Warcraft came, before I saw Warcraft. I rewatched the Lord of the Rings right. extended edition because I have it on Blu-ray, so I finally watched and, it. You know, whole we could get into this argument of if it's fair to compare it to Lord of the Rings. Um, yeah, but, I think but, it is fair personally. Yeah. But but one thing, like I was watching the behind the scenes, and what they said is that even before they went into the production, before they even wrote a script, yeah. So that was um, Peter Jackson and his wife Fran yeah. Fran Walsh. Yeah. They were working on the script, and you know they, they knew the story as well. They read it from you know from when they were they were young. Right. But the idea is that you know we have to tell this story about um, you know. Frodo and his mission. Right. But how do you introduce audiences to the world of Mill Earth? And that's right. how they came up. Well, I, I yeah, think they, they, they got in touch with another writer. And what she did, she broke down the main points, which was, okay, the ring was created yeah. and, you know, some rings were given to these people and right. whatnot. And he compressed that down to, like, this this opening montage. Yeah. It's like about five minutes, roughly, in the film. Right. And that pretty much sets up the whole story right. you understand and even Pop, if, even if right. and all that and yeah here's the thing um i was as as familiar with lord of the rings at the time okay damn as i am with warcraft no so it it totally worked for me then and it didn't work for me this time because they decide if they decided to do the, the 10 5 to 10 minute thing with this that would have worked yeah that's what they should have done and yeah they should have done but right. in this case we just got this this a whole story this sequence. No, well, this opening sequence here that looked good. Yeah, I saw what they're trying to do, but, yeah, but what does that say make sense. in the long run? Nothing connected. Establish it. Right. Oh, by the way, I was right. Why remember I was say why Final Fantasy connected? Because this movie reminded me of I remember Advent Children. Yes. yes. Which I enjoyed actually Palace. a lot more than than, um, than Spirits Within. Right. Yeah, but Final Advent Children is another story that didn't connect. You know, from Not the large. No, I, I, after a while, after watching, I didn't even care about the story. I, exactly. I was just wowed by the music. By the and music the and the actions. And, yeah. Right, exact same thing. Tech, in, in, listen, the tech in this movie was fantastic. I did not expect it to look this good. Yeah. Because the trailer looked unfinished. It looked kind of crappy. You know, the, the CG was like, I'm rooting for this, but this ain't looking too hot. Looking like a looking like a, a video game cutscene. Yeah, it does. But when when <laughs> but the movie itself, when you see the final real, product, is like yeah. yeah, they finished. And you know, here's the thing. Again, I've become so cynical from Hollywood. Usually, when you see a final product in the in the trailer, it's like, well, they ain't gonna do nothing with this. 
You ain't gonna oh, do yeah. nothing to this. This is gonna you're gonna get this half ass kind of um non-rendered version. They don't do that, they run that through the computers before we see this boy. Yeah. Them the thing look damn yeah, good. Visually spectacular. That thing look guys. damn good. Holy from crap. from from the Orcs. set from the set designs. Yes. Even even yeah, right down to the construction. That's mm. like in the interiors, the exteriors. Well, I like about the walks too. Right, yeah. at the animation. So okay, so I again because I, I'm familiar with enough Warcraft footage and gameplay footage. <laughs> they had a really funny bit with the wolves. You see how the wolves was running kinda strange? Uh-huh. I get the feeling that was intentional. They didn't want the wolves running too realistically. They were running like how they run in the game. Because it felt like the wolves run in the game. Oh, okay. You know, I, I, I was kind of wondering why... They were running kind of weird. Oh, and they're looking a little elongated. Yeah. I get the feeling it was like that was intentional. Like they were running just like in the game. Because they, they had that whole sequence with the wolves in the first action sequence. Right. Where they, had, where they first encountered the orcs. Right. Right. That was great. That skirmish, right? Right. Um, the only part of the movie I genuinely thought was an authentically good, genuinely good moment was the opening sequence with um with this guy and his wife, with the pregnant, when she was pregnant, and he lying down and they were talking and laughing. About oh yeah, the son. yeah. Um, and and that's one thing that I really liked about right. um about they that did the orc stuff also. great. Orc designs, character designs look great. Everybody looking a little different, a little thing. This guy have cream rose. This guy have this. This guy have that. Mm-hmm. This guy have you know little bones on the side. Yeah, every yeah, orc I loved that. I loved how they did that. that was, every that orc awesome. looked differently. Yeah. Uh, the but actual uh, the actual fighting and action itself look great. Yeah. Badass. You're, you're, and especially like when the orcs fight yeah. and like you know they use hammers and stuff. The magic. When they when they throw down. Right. Like, the like, magic. Real bone um, they had um oh who is this guy Clancy Brown was the one of the badass orcs. He was black hand. Okay. Awesome. I, and I saw his name in the end credits, but I didn't yeah. know who he was. Yeah, he was black hand. Yeah. Great. They had a good cast. Yeah, I was surprised that um the the um the uh. The wizard Golden, yeah. played by Daniel Wu. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know I that. Like, what? Okay. Yeah, badass. Yeah. Um, this. Oh yeah, and props to um to Duratan. That's the main the main orc right. chieftain. He Loved is um, his character. He's oh shit. He wasn't. He's oh, what's that boy name boy? Um, not Travis. No, no, Tra- no, no, no. Travis from uh, Toby Kebble. Toby Kebble, right? Yes. He was Koba from from Dawn of the Planet. Yes, it's fantastic movie right. by the way. He, guys. No, he he in my opinion is like the new Andy Circus. He's like the second Andy Circus type figure. Figure where a person could be a really good actor with motion cap. Yeah. Right, I was about to t- I was kind of taking a bit like I understood but nah 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 nah, nah, nah. he's his that's own a, thing that's an injustice no yeah, yeah he's the only thing Toby Kebble up there man mm-hmm. and well he had some Dominic Cooper's good in this yeah he was he was pretty he was good. good he was good um Gamel um Travis what's his name Travis Fimmel Fimmel right yeah. he is he was I don't know you, the thing is I don't know the actor I barely knew the actor because I knew him from Vikings yeah, guys, which guys, I haven't seen never yet, watched. I never watched it. I heard. I know the show is pretty good, and other people like it. So he's a big star. Yeah, but um, but to me, he wasn't. If I remember correctly, he was in a Tarzan show back in the days. There's a Tarzan TV wait, series back in the days. Not a while nineties one, right? It's a while back. He was young. Okay. Um, probably was that, but um, like, well, all right, like character wise, right? No, I just want to mention characters. Yeah. Paula Patton, good. Thought she was pretty good. She was high. I thought she was okay. I, I didn't like. Well, I mean, she she was there, but I just find like, no. He has a problem given a because of the editing. She couldn't get the role because you get the feeling that she's supposed to be the star. You, you know, they, yeah, they should like have the a, main focus or, no, of yeah, this. Better, right. I'm more yeah. of an arc with her because she's yeah, supposed because to be the, in the in the game. If I remember correctly, the character's supposed to be half human, but they they the way they set up the timeline, she's not half human at all or no human. Um, she's orc, and then the same blue race you saw in the beginning. I don't know the name of that race. Oh, but no, but I was on the impression that she was half human, no, half orc. No, she was half the the, the blue race. You remember that blue race in the beginning that they used to open the portal? Right. I think she's half that and orc. The way they put it, she's not human at all. Yeah. Or they might p- bring that in later. Okay. And not oh sure. Yeah, but that's that's one problem. The way, that, from that what I understand, anyway, I don't know enough to, to know how much it changed or if it could fit that narrative in, but she's yeah. not human at all. 
from what I understand. All right, okay. You could probably bring in a narrative extra and say, oh, no, she is human. And this is because in, in this universe, humans and orcs don't know each other at all. Right. There's no reference to them at all. It's like, oh, they might have it. Because the only person who know about orcs would be um, Medivh. Yeah, the, 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 the wizard. The wizard. Pretty good. Thought he was good in this. Um, then he had a little understudy mage guy. He was yeah. good in this I find, too. I find he had a lot more screen time, like a little too much screen time for, for his character, but he was, right. he was okay. He was okay. The big problem with this is that they, ne- they didn't establish anything in this. No exactly. stuff, nothing. And so they just jump into stuff and it's like, okay, I'm supposed to know you. All right. Yeah, but there, and, and that's that's the main, main, main problem that I had with this show. Like, right. like I said, I never played any Warcraft games. I didn't know any of the characters. I just, right. you know, I just know, okay, this is an orc because it looks like an orc and this is a human character, whatever. Right. But, all right, just like with Lord of the Rings, you didn't know who Frodo was, you didn't know who um, Gandalf was, but they right. set it up that right. you understand who these characters are, yeah. what the motivations are. And this yeah. one is like, all right, I'm supposed to know who... Doritan is. I'm supposed yeah. to know who Med Guldan. Yeah. Guldan all these characters. Yeah. But I'm supposed to know. But I they never did, played the game, so how would I know? But they didn't set them up properly. Yeah. And you know, this whole threat that okay, yes, orcs coming into your world right. and now you have to defend, but what's really at stake here? Right. And yes, 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 is my big problem with it. I found myself caring more about the Orc characters. By far. By far. By far. Any humans. Yeah. And is it just me? Uh, you could get into that. Is it just me that, I don't know, every time the humans talk, like when they're coming up with battle plans of what we got to do, yeah. I didn't understand a single thing they were saying. I was no, just again, like, in the game. It's, what, a, it's a game what, thing. What, what? What? I don't understand what All that is a game. It's just game jargon. So it's yeah. stuff, oh, well, this place you have and, to go and this storm this. Realm and storm his. Right, right. I don't that's, 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 that's jargon. That's just jargon. You just need to know that. But that's yeah. facts. That's facts because even if, as, as I said, I get the feeling that even if I knew these facts and I knew what this was in the game and how to look for and what blah blah blah, blah I still want to enjoy the movie. Yeah. Because and, and, again, and, and I think sto- it's something about the delivery of the voice. Right, the story. Kind of but the thing is, the story has to flow. Yeah, that's and it the problem. Flow. It, it did not from flow. Scene to scene. Bad editing. I no, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this out there. I think it have a secret. You see how it had a writer strike some odd eight years ago. Yeah, yeah. I think it have a secret editor strike going on right now. Seriously. It have up too many movies with either straight up bad or completely amateurish editing going on right now. I don't know what's going on. So I, what what do they do? This what they hiring like like uh, university yeah, students? Yeah, yeah or something. They are, they are, they 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 just hiring scabs and like all these professional editors just don't give a fuck anymore and say, look, you ain't gonna get all your movies gonna be shit. Like they didn't they didn't think they didn't need editors. Whatever. Um, yeah, but um, this this oh here's the thing. As here's I said, thing, as I said, you don't do one or two things. Before you get to editing. A, a good thing you mentioned editing. Are you familiar with a guy called Paul Hirsch? Barely. Name someone familiar. All right. In terms of editing, this guy is a veteran. Right. This man did the editing for Star Wars. He won the Academy Award for it. Right. Um, he edited Ghost Protocol. He, right. You know, Empire Strikes Back. A lot of a lot of famous movies. He is the editor in this movie. Oh, I really? saw that name. I was like. That's a, that's something ridiculous. How the fuck? Yeah. Paul Hirsch, you did this? Really? Yeah. No, as I said, as oh. I said, what I heard, what I, I think happened is that it, it, it hacked to the bone, though. Mm-hmm. The movie's hacked to the bone in the sense that either, again, you either take the five to ten minute thing or you stretch out your story and yeah. tell that story. Forty minutes is a lot of time. Yeah. That is a lot of time. Exactly. So, so like, the transitions, uh, yeah, the yeah. transitions in the Nothing cut together. So maybe he is not the one to blame for this, but right. something happened. Studio, right. Some kind of studio, studio something, something yeah. whatever. Um, yeah, um, I, I get a feeling that they probably didn't want to keep people in theaters too long, so that's a big factor. Yeah, but whatever. When the Blu-ray come out, like much like with Batman v Superman, we had to wait for a Blu-ray to yeah. see a proper version. But as is, 
this movie suffers severely. It doesn't work. It doesn't gel together very well. Um, it didn't work for me. Um, I, I liked it. I rooted for it because there's a lot. It got a lot right. It got a lot right. A lot of the action looked badass. Yeah. Um, oh, who was the character? Who was um, Duratan's friend? Who had the hammer? Who's just getting on real about the hammer? The bald um, one. He's a, he's I'm the main character. I can't remember his name. I can't remember. But I know you talk about. He's he, he's like the guy who kind of sides with Golden. Right. And then he, he kind of right. you know, poses him and thing here. Right. He's the unsure one. Right. He's supposed to be the real. Like they, they, he's the character I'm familiar with. So I'm like, oh cool. They're gonna they had him and I was familiar with him. Right. What well, like, you, you thought about how his character was was utilized? It was good. Right. It's not not bad. Um. Yeah. So well, the main story is about troll, baby troll. Right. He's yeah. just a baby in this. He's the, you understand why his character is. He's basically the anchor baby, baby Moses, anchor baby. Yeah. You know, mix up everything, and then they de- they edited it with him. So that was the last scene right. with him in it. Um, Good thing to bring up that, but continue. Yeah. And I thought that sh- the story should have been that. The story should have been his arc. Exactly. Whatever. And even before you see the word Warcraft on yeah. the screen, they kind of set up like, all right, the story is going to be about this child. Yeah. But no, we yeah. see this whole war between and, uh, and character sacrifices self and. John yeah, Cooper yeah, character that, that had the whole die. thing with Dominic well, we, we wouldn't say who, but yeah, that dude, honestly, between you and me, the last ten minutes was the a major disappointment. Yeah, story wise, it did not work. Yeah, flat. And because you didn't care about the characters, especially humans, it just didn't. And it, it cut, it, it cut, it cut, it cut so awkwardly and abruptly. Because <laughs> that last scene, because there's a last scene where he does like a Fazerot for the alliance. Yeah, and then, and cut, then all of a sudden, cut, boom, war like, crap. Wow. Like, what? Yeah, that's all. That, that didn't work at all, dude. Yeah. Um, um but Richard. dude, all right, there's this there's one shot. Like I don't know if you saw it, right? Yeah. Is the last the last fight between the orcs and the humans. Mm-hmm. There was a scene thread where the king is talking to um to Paul of Hatton's character, right? Right. And they slow down and, time. And they slow down time. You see them <laughs> yes. talking. I see these fuckers uh, yeah. behind fighting slow him down, slow down. Time. That like, was cracking me up. Again, what? You know, I get the feeling, you know, I get the feeling that, you know, it's one of those, um, oh shit, I, you know, I get the feeling like something from the game, like, you know, like, you know, when in game, trying to be stylized, no, 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 you know, like that, you know, man. in the game, you, you know, the game just pause and slow down, for, and then you get to do something like a spell or something like that, but things just moving slow, but it's, it's oh, a really a game, mechanic. I get the feeling it was that, because that just blew over my head, yeah. so I get the feeling that it was something from the game, but it had stuff from the game, like the whole game mechanic, like when it opened the portal back to Stormfell, I want to say. With yeah. the whatever, the hometown, <laughs> the, the home, the hometown, the hometown. Yeah, and that's on the game. You know, you, you evacuate, and it's like it's like tongue portal from Diablo. Yeah. Same. I, I imagine like the magical spells. Oh yeah, and the magic in this film look, look great, look yeah, great look as great. well too. Yeah. I imagine that have like ha- was was from the game as well too. Right. The way how no, it look great. It yeah. set up like, you know yeah. the portals of the teleport kind of thing. Yeah. But um, yeah, um, but just just before I get to my rating, yeah. So I mean, I went in with low expectations too. I really was hoping for this thing to be the next best video game movie nah. like right yeah. now at the moment it still remains Mortal Kombat right. and that came out like what 20 years ago well, yeah. came out in 95 yeah. and yes dumb and dumb and cheesy as that film was yeah. it still at least Hold to up. me stayed true right. to the franchise it, 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 the story was, was bare bones it was simple but yeah. Alicia understood it was, it was dumb fun yeah. this one trying to be like okay this is going to be the next Lord of the Rings, and right. I kind of hope it was it was going to be like that right, too, yeah. just off of the visuals alone. And yes, visually, it looks very spectacular. I'm not gonna 
knock, knock the film down for that. If there's one reason to go and see it on big screen, yeah, look, it looked damn visuals. good. I kind of regret not going IMAX actually. Um, oh yeah, it would have yeah. looked. Awesome it looked amazing. IMAX, yeah. and I, but I went, I went the screen, I went, it was solid enough. So yeah, it was. It looked good. I saw it in 3D as well too. Didn't okay, it? I didn't see it in 3D. I saw it Although in my eyes did kind of hurt a bit after. Okay, seeing I didn't see it in 2D. Yeah, I, I just saw it, it just twice, and I was like, I was fine. Yeah, I think it was just CG overload or something. But yeah, but because. Alright, like I said, the orc stuff was pretty interesting. I mean, I like the villain, I like um, the hero, Doratan, and all that. Right. But when it got to the humans, it was just like... Yeah, it did Alright, what did they talk oh, no, about? No, because here's, a mistake. here's another mistake I, I would have liked if they, they stretched it out a little more. Is, well, you know, the, the realm, as we understand it, Azeroth, is at peace. Because, and then we see a bunch of other races, but we didn't see them talk that much. We yeah, didn't see... Like, I, I, don't know, I don't know. I don't know. Will Walker. Right, I we saw just, some elfish characters. Right, we saw a little open. We saw a little open the sequence. Some dwarf helping him out with the gun. Where you get to see the gun for the first time. Right. Yeah, they didn't really utilize the dwarfs either. That's what I thought. I thought we would have had the, all of Azeroth together, doing stuff instead of just human armies. So it, exactly. it was just human versus orc. Yeah. So something like Lord of the Rings. Right. Was human, that would have been cool. Was, um, that would have been cool. Let's to establish that. Hobbits and elves and but dwarfs well, and whatnot. Yeah. Um. Well. Rated. And and then before I get to rated. One more. And then it was just like this really forced and I stress on this word forced romance between um, Travis and Paula Patton's character. Well you know it was coming. It just came out of nowhere. No no you know you know it was coming because they just had to do the whole sex joke stuff and you know the, the, the wizard guy was looking at her and like she wanna sleep with me but you can't cope. That yeah, shit now. But just the way how they how, right. how, how they executed it was, yeah, it didn't work. it was and poor. then they didn't really because I, I thought the scene with the son dying didn't work. I no, I, no, I, I didn't work. feel it at all. Didn't work. And I think... Character I think, motivation. Right. Character and his face... Like, I, I get it, it. It felt like just bad acting. But the whole point is that he's supposed to be just angry. Yeah. But then, I, I didn't like how the father reacted. Yeah, it didn't yeah, work. It didn't work. Like, it didn't work. It just didn't work. It didn't work. So, yeah, there were a lot of, lot, lot, lots of potential with the show here. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I just really got great visuals and character as I said, As I said, I would like to see a director's cut. Hopefully yeah. a director's cut will come out. They had a, they have to market the film as that. If the movie doesn't make money, it might make money. It already made money in China, which is yeah, a, yeah, which is a great which is a great running joke because the running joke is well, gold farming in the game and money farming in real life. <laughs> China, yeah, no, China. Yeah. It's super popular in China because of gold farming and that whole weird, very disturbing industry that is involved with the game. Whatever. Yeah. Um, um, but I'll say this much: if if you are a fan of Warcraft, you will you will you'll definitely you will you will enjoy it. You'll appreciate it. Right. If you like that kind of medieval fantasy stuff, like you know Game of Thrones. Oh yeah. And by the way, the guy who composed the music for Game of Thrones, I forgot his name. I can't really pronounce it. He does the music for this. Oh, really? It doesn't stand out as much as right. all that, but it was it was decent. Right. Um. Acting was was alright. I didn't really. I mean, although I just didn't really care about the human characters, but yeah. I blame that on the script. Yeah. Script didn't do anything for me. I didn't really yeah, care else, for the humans at it, all. Was it, I mean, there had some side people. I didn't mind. You know, like um, again, I thought everybody's okay, but yeah. it was, at times it was looking like a fan film. Eh? Some of the special effects. Oh yeah, they, like, like, like this one moment with Ben Foster character where he was doing the spell. I see the camera, like the, the, the right. frame was look shaking. Look off. Like, yeah. Look real off. Yeah, look off. Yeah. And I, like I say, that was, that was um, coming on to the end, and then the whole thing with the ghoul. Man, I was like, right, cool. no, actually, that was in the middle. That was before um, the the king son. No, no, it had a part where the boy was doing a thing. The boy was doing the spell to get the ghoul of the teleport. Right, and there, yeah, there was that, that thing with the ghoul. It looked weird. I didn't understand it. Just no, and I get that. I get that. I get that. I follow all of that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. See, he was making a goal, man. Right. They didn't explain. But because I didn't big, understand how it means. Here's a big problem. <laughs> here's a big problem. What happens is that they didn't explain Medivh being corrupted very well. They didn't do that well. No. And then they just rushed him going to the magic thing. Yeah. So the, the wizard's arc didn't work. The, the little boy, I forget the character's name, the boy, Ka- Catalan, whoever it is. Yeah, but it's Kad. Kaja, Kaja, Kaja. Forgive us if well, we pronounce it wrong, whatever. Yeah, he yeah. didn't work. No, Catalan is the son. Whatever. 
point is he his arc they try to give him a full arc too to yeah, give everybody a star. little too much at screen right. time he got. As I said, I want to see it with the extra 40 minutes. I see how yeah. that'll turn out. I'm but hoping that it does exist. This, so I hope that this right, No, I think, I think it will. Version. I think it will. Um, I, and it, it depends on if it makes money. But the critics hated this and I kind of don't really yeah, care for this. Yeah, um, I don't I don't give it as bad as they do because uh, rating, I want to give yeah, my yeah. rating. Well, go ahead with the rating. Right. I will give this a low movie tongue. Which is right. pretty high. But it did a lot right. And, you know, you should still go see this in its proper, a good form, a good screen. It visually is quite good. It's a very good spectacle. Um, but yeah, this didn't gel together. Really bad at it. Really, really bad at it, in my opinion. Because it just had a good, okay, on a rhythmic level. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to a tonal building level, didn't work. All right. Didn't well, work. For me, because of, of films like Lord of the Rings that did so much in cre- establishing the world and making us understand and care and root for the characters, I felt that that was this. The, I felt that, you know, with Warcraft, they feel miserably that. And you know, no amount of great visuals could really make up for that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Great visuals are fine, but you know, without a, a, a story that I could understand and characters I could really care for, it just doesn't work. So for me, I have to give this a decent two and a half out of five stars. Okay. See it if you really want to, especially if you're a Warcraft fan. Yeah. You'll have fun with it. But I just find that, you know, and I mean as a as, because it's a video game movie, it doesn't need to be this over the top fun. You right. know, exciting show, you know, yeah. but it does feel a little too I, south down at times. A little but too I hope, I hope Blizzard not too discouraged by this. Um, it's our first step, it's our first try. Yeah. Um, it's not a terrible movie, right? Guys, it's by not a long the worst shot, thing but, ever, right? Exactly. Yeah. And I really want them personally. I would like to see them do Diablo because a, I'm familiar with Diablo. That's yeah. the universe I'm more familiar with. I could talk about the characters and all the backstories and who the the rogue is and who this character was and what this character turned to, and yeah. how this character would get corrupted and who Deckard Cain is, blah blah blah. Um, but this didn't work. Yeah, didn't and I, I could totally understand why critics didn't like it, and yeah. I'll, I'll just end it off like this. Um, there are going to be a lot of non-Warcraft fans are going to take in this movie for different right. reasons, but you know, you're not, you shouldn't have to go into a movie like this with a wealth of knowledge about Warcraft. Like you have to play all the games for you to get, you know? Right. You still have to give us a proper story. Right. And does you know, like you shouldn't. I mean, it's okay to, to please the fans and give them a little fan service here and there, but still, what about everybody else, you know, who haven't played the games? Why do what you know, like how you mentioned these stuff about you know, the game uh, characters and whatnot? Yeah. I shouldn't have to know who you know, yeah. certain characters no, are to appreciate it. You know? It's not again, it's not that because I still do see it. It's, my attitude is they just establish the characters, I don't need to remember that. shit from true, the games true, yeah. just establish the characters it's it's, exactly everything yeah. was everybody everything everybody every scenario was poorly established yeah and then and then even right so you didn't give a shit about what he was talking about exactly and then even right down to okay well it's supposed to be about this baby at the end of the day and right. they kind of forget about the baby it's yeah. just really about this whole war yeah, and exactly. why it's there you know but if it's about the baby then right. kind of establish that too so just really like I say poor character establishment and story establishment yeah. so that's what really brought it up all right. But yeah, so what did you guys think about Warcraft? Did you like the film? Did you hate the film? Or did you go and check it out? Mm-hmm. I still think it should, but you know, just don't go in with the expectations high. Yeah. So say. Yeah, so what other shows to um I mean to look forward yeah, to? Yeah, we're coming up. Tarzan coming up. Uh <laughs> Star Star Trek coming up. Yeah. Um Finding Dory is coming out, yeah. I believe is this week. Just, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right. When this podcast is right. gonna be. Right, so I'm excited for that. I'm gonna be seeing that. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, be seeing that. I'm definitely gonna watch The Conjuring 2. Ah, yes. There's a lot of good things about it. I, I enjoy the hell out of the first one, so okay. I'm already gonna go with it. Uh, yeah, I that. may not go and see that, but uh I just can't tolerate <laughs> these horror movies in this way. It just insults my intelligence personally, but here yeah, this one is alright. 
What? Horror movies? What? Horror movies? Largely. Eh? Too cliche. No, no, it just yeah. On average, characters insult me. The characters insult me. Tell it for something that's oh, so. Oh, mean so like, why would you do that? Right, yeah, exactly. Don't open that door. Yeah. Get, if it's why? supposed to be so scary and so disturbing, you ain't gonna be making them decisions. Whatever. No, we're just going and laugh at it. Right. Thing. I know you like to laugh at horror right. movies. You don't go to get. No, I like. I like when you do a good balance. Like how the witch did it. Oh yeah. Which was kind of a horror witch. movie, but not really. <laughs> yeah. Um, um. What else? Well, oh yes, I forgot to mention um, Batman v Superman: Dawn Justice, the Ultimate Cut. Ah. Yes, it's coming out on Blu-ray um, right. early next month, but we it's supposed to come out digitally at the end of this month, I believe. Cool. I think it's on when the last is... Saturday of this month, if I'm not mistaken. All right, cool. So we'll, but we uh, definitely have to watch that and review it. <laughs> you have to give it a second, well, second. in your case, a third viewing. <sighs> yeah, maybe the, the, the next I, half I saw, might, might what review I thought, it. No, here's how I know it got. I expect it to be shit, and here's why. Um, <laughs> the, Zack Snyder. Well, that, <laughs> but the cinematographer for it said, if you he outright, he outright mentioned... He said, if you like the cut, you're still gonna you're gonna like this one, and if you hate it, you're still gonna hate it. And then they oh, had, so there's no had, difference really. No difference really. And then they uh, they back they made him backpedal publicly, Ooh. and then he come out with another statement saying, no, you're gonna everybody gonna like it, and it's gonna be improvement. Like, so right. do the scene in Jeremy Irons? Can he come out and say no, no, Jeremy, you can't <laughs> tell Jeremy Irons that shit. Jeremy yeah, Irons is too Jeremy big for that nonsense. Irons, exactly. Yeah. Jeremy Irons will call a speed a speed. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Um, yeah. So. Um, all right. So. We could just round up t- from things here. So, yeah. Ricardo, wait. What, are, no, but what are movie coming out? Star Trek? Something. Some of that um, I'm kind of excited for. What else? What else? What else? What else? Find well, it Star Trek. I guess you could check that out. Ghostbusters, right? Something. Whatever. Yeah. I'll remember when I remember. Yeah, you. <laughs> I like that. Remember when you remember. Yeah. So, right. So, Ricardo, if you can remember, where can we find you online? Yes. You can find me, Ampersat, R M E D D Y. That is at Armedi mm-hmm. on Twitter. Ah. Aha. Uh-huh. And you could just type in my name, Ricardo Medina, on Facebook. You could find me there. Um, but mostly Twitter. Twitter, I'll be responding to stuff. I don't think I respond to much stuff on Facebook at most. So that's me. Yeah, okay, you're a Facebook hater. Yeah. Um, speak, uh, well, anyway, I, you could find me on Twitter as well, too. Look for Legally Black MGB. MGB are in capital letters. And also, you could type in my name, Machi Bailey, on Facebook. You'll find me there. And also, the link to this podcast and other podcasts and written reviews I've done before. You could find that on a legally black official fan base. Uh, oh yes, and this well, all right, and another another show that's coming up as well. Too, well, a couple of things. Um, first of all, Independence Day resurgence. Ah yes, that's what I'm trying to remember. That is what I was trying to remember. And also to just right, that's a little early heads up. Well, um, Ricardo, you don't know this. I'm telling you this for the first time. Um, I believe it's the first week in July. I think it's like the well July fourth or around that time. Right. Well, I, I think it's a couple of days before then. Mm-hmm. Will mark the first anniversary of Bears Beats and Bailey. Oh, lovely. Yeah, because the well, first time we did it was with Terminator Genesis. Nice. It, was a, it was the lovely. first Saturday of yes. um, of July. Cool. So we could celebrate that pretty much by right. talking about Independence Day resurgence. Yes, I will do that. Yeah. And, um, and also, too, just one thing to look forward as well, too. I will try to have the setup for our next review, which will be about Finding Dory and right. um, Conjuring 2. Um, one of my all time favorite albums, um, Reasonable Doubt. Right. Debut album from Jay Z yeah. is going to be celebrated its twentieth anniversary, right. um, which yeah, will be two Saturdays from now. Right. So I'm going to take the time to. Well, I mean, I've listened to the to the album hundreds of times, but I'm going to do another um, right. album review. I will run none of that. Right. So you know, if you get the chance, Ricardo, you can check. It I out will be listening trip. to that album because I love yeah, that. Album. I love that yeah. album so bad. Um, yeah. Oh, is there a couple of cool TV things coming out as well? Um, uh, well, yes, Orange is the New Black season four right. is supposed to come out. Mr. Robot coming back. 
Uh, is it? Season it's two? in July, right? Yeah, just now. Yeah, I have to check that out. Bojack Horseman season three coming out. Yes, yes. I know it's. Um, I think it's coming out in Very late June. July. Very soon. Yes, or, yeah, late July or yeah. early August. Um, another a, a documentary that debuted last night. I think I didn't get a chance to see it. Um, OJ Made in America, but it's very good. I read about it on uh, yeah. Rajibud.com. I think right. it's a long documentary, but yeah, a I, fantastic I haven't got a chance to see it yet. It's supposed to be on ESPN or something like that. I don't have that on my cable. ESPN? think so. I expect that on e or something. No, no, I think ESPN was showing it. Okay. I don't have their station. Or I don't have that version of ESPN not showing it, maybe. I think it's ESPN 1. Not sure. Okay. Anyway, I don't think I have that. But I'm going to be watching it soon. I'll try to make the effort to find it. And then yeah, a I will couple, try to check it out a too. Couple, well, a couple movies that I, that I rated last year finally came out. And a movie I didn't get a chance to see yet is now coming out in theaters. It should hopefully come in Trinidad, but doubt. There's The Lobster. Right. I still need to see The Lobster. Yeah, yeah, it came out officially in screenings, in proper screenings recently. Mm-hmm. Um, love it. Yeah. Very funny movie. Still need to see it. I great, know I love it too. Great, dry, dark comedy. Mm-hmm. And then, um, with is The Last Days of the Desert, The Last Days in the Desert. This right. is, um, with uh, Ewan McGregor. Right. Like this movie has come out the early 2015. I still haven't seen it yet. I don't know what the hell going on or how they keep that from me, but whatever, it have some, you know, top top level film Illuminati that um, <laughs> deny yeah, deny me seeing to it. see this movie. Yeah, that deny me seeing it. It's supposed to be a very subversive film, but my attitude is how subversive can it be? Yeah. Whatever. Um, what I else? Think it's Actually, Christ Part Two coming. Yeah. Out. It's, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. It's 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 well, it's, it's going to um, touch on the the resurrection. Because, yeah, yes, spoiler alert at the very end of Patrick Christ, you see Christ get up. Right, you know, but how much you could, that was how long that lasted, that period between him ascending and the, the him walking about. So it's just him walking about? No, well, it lasted but, a good while and then he ascended, you know. How but, much time um, passed? I, I always got the sense that it was like a day at most. No, 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 it was longer than that. Okay. He, yeah, it was longer than All right, that. Right, well, you could tell yeah, us But about. it's just how, I, I don't remember any, any films really touching on the resurrection, so True. I don't know how they're going to do that. True, yeah, it's never very particularly, and that narrative is never particularly clear. Anyway, from a lot exactly. of people. So think of it like, like a happy movie from Mel Gibson. Right. Since the last one was yeah, like well, very just dark and depressing. Super, yeah. Okay, yeah. well, but at least nobody getting beaten, but you will get to see holes in the body. Yeah, well, you just see holes dis- in the hand at the very end of That'd be super disturbing if yeah, still, his, his body still mashed up because it's supposed to be a bodily thing. It's not like his body healed. Yeah, but so, in the end, they kind of did show that like he got up and it, know, the only hole that you saw was right. through his hand and that was it. Yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. but Pashi Christ too, okay. Yeah, whatever. We'll see. <laughs> okay. But yeah, Next. Um, strange. <laughs> Very anyway, strange. no, we have Independence Day. We have Star Trek. Uh, I'm rooting for Star Trek and Independence Day. Yeah, so. yeah, me too, me too. I yeah. mean, Independence Day looks like disaster porn. Right. But it's not from Roland Emmerich, so I know they're going to try their heart. They done right. this to make him feel very happy. Like, yeah, yeah, I wish I did that back in 96. Right. Wow, look at that. You you lifted the city and threw right. it down. That's Whatever. so awesome. And oh, yeah, and uh, <laughs> I saw the trailer for this uh, before Warcraft, and once again, why do they always like to destroy London? No, no, they're all in Why? London, London, London is London like the, the, the hot spot for the destroying Sydney, shit. Sydney Opera House is our next one that had yeah. a go All the lies. That and the, the San Francisco Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah. San Francisco Golden Gate Bridge is get mashed up all the time. Like, I wonder how Londoners actually feel like, oh, yeah, another, yeah, London, another, another movie from those wankers from yeah. America about yeah. destroying our There's always, our do, there's always do the big landmarks. You have to do the big landmarks. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. Right. So, yeah, that's yeah. pretty much about this it, is, guys. This is, you, this is you just being low and depressing. <laughs> all these movies, all these movies were just me having to go in, just saying, all right, I'm going to do this. Yeah, and I enjoy myself. I mean, it, I, it felt like a chore, you know? Yeah, it really felt like a chore, especially yeah. some of the earlier stuff. But so, I, know I'm going to, I know we are going to enjoy Fran and Dory. I know I definitely right, I expect, I expect that to be solid. I expect that. Too. Right. So, you'll, you'll, you'll get more 
happiness and more, ex, you know, joyous expression from us with our with our um, next podcast. Right. Yeah. All right. So until next time, guys. Good morning. Good evening. Good afternoon. Whenever you listen to this. All right. Let me see that again. So <laughs> once again, good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good night. Whenever you listen to this. Once again, this is Matthew Billy alongside Ricardo Medina. And yeah, that's our episode of BMS Beats and Billy. So take care, guys. Till next time. Peace. Yeah.